Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hello, I'm David Marlson from The Evening Standard and thank you for listening to The Leader. Please do subscribe to make sure you don't miss out on our news, interviews and analysis every day and give us a rating wherever you get your podcasts too. Now, from The Evening Standard in London, this is The Leader. Your duty now was the choice of a woman that people will love as a princess and in due course as queen. The Crown Season 4 has launched on Netflix to rave reviews, 96% on Rotten Tomatoes and, perhaps inevitably, controversy. The royal biographer Penny Junior says there are wild, cruel distortions in the relationship between Charles and Diana. Writer Anna Pasternak thinks Camilla Parker Bowles is portrayed very badly. Viewers have been on social media to complain about historical inaccuracies, like Mark Thatcher going missing as the Falklands War erupts. In fact, it happened months before the conflict. But The Crown is a drama. Does it really need to stick to the facts? The Evening Standard's Kitty Rosinski is with me. Kitty, you've seen the whole season. How close is it to real life? To be honest, I think when we're looking at The Crown, what you've got to really bear in mind is that it is a drama. It's not a documentary. Peter Morgan, who's the, the show's creator, he's spoken quite a lot about how he does use a sprinkling of artistic licence, um, especially because so much of the show is about what goes on behind palace doors, these are conversations that there are obviously no records of. So, you know, it's quite hard to fact check stuff like that. But um, The Crown has a sort of amazing group of researchers to sort of fact check and look into royal history. And when you do sort of embark on that Google spiral of, you know, Wikipediaing every single <laughs> um, royal detail in, in one of the episodes, I always think it's quite striking how much of it does actually stack up. Where does it deviate from reality? So in one of the middle episodes, you have Diana put on this crash course in all things royal by her grandmother. She was one of the Queen Mother's women of the bedchamber, which is quite a fantastic title really Peter Morgan sort of has her almost giving her princess lessons really it's very sort of reminiscent of the princess diaries that classic (laughs) teen film with Julie Andrews but I don't think that they're 
you know, I don't think there's actually any particularly strong historical record of the fact that that actually went on. I think Peter Morgan's probably just drawing on the fact that this relative would have known these things and maybe would have, you know, given her a nudge if she was doing something wrong, but it's not like she ever, you know, sat her down with all the different pieces of cutlery and sort of showed her the right ones to use at the right time. Last season was quite sympathetic towards Prince Charles. This season, maybe not so much. And I wonder if that's raising some questions because this is a man who will be king. People are getting their impression of him from this drama. Is there a responsibility to make sure that that's accurate in this case? Because he will be a very important person in global politics. Yeah, it's definitely a really interesting question. As you mentioned in series three, I think Josh O'Connor did a really, really fantastic job of presenting the young Charles in really quite a sympathetic light. But then in series four, you have the entrance of Diana and then our sympathies do start to shift. But again, I think it's that question of it being a drama and, you know, a drama needs someone that you sympathise with, a hero or a heroine, and it does need a villain, really. We've got to remember that it's not a documentary. It is a drama. It follows all the rules of drama. And, you know, that's why it's such a hit, because it does take a slightly soapy approach to some of these storylines. And, you know, some of it is painted in quite broad strokes but that's what makes it compelling I think if Peter Morgan did follow history to the absolute you know to the letter it probably just wouldn't be as entertaining a show and is it an entertaining show this season round Katie that's kind of what everybody wants to know yes definitely I think so I've watched since it started back in 2016 always been a, a big fan but I did find that last series it seemed to dip a bit And sometimes it felt a little bit episodic, like it was kind of moving from one set piece to another without any sort of driving narrative. And I think series four is is the opposite of that almost. It's incredibly compelling from the off. And Katie's written a Fact V Fiction article about The Crown, which you can read online at standard.co.uk. Now... There's a warning, half a million children in London will go hungry in the run-up to Christmas if nothing's done to help them. It's from the London South Bank University, which says the coronavirus pandemic is causing huge problems. The Evening Standard has now launched its Christmas campaign to keep the capital fed. We're teaming up with charitable partners to distribute hot meals around the city. One of them is With Compassion, which is led by Leon Arts, who joins me now while he's setting up for another delivery. Leon, we're looking at a unique Christmas coming up. How big is the problem with getting food to people hit by what's really a once in a hundred years pandemic? (laughs) <laughs> That's a good question. And, um, you know, when Corona started, no one realized actually how big the problem would be, how big food insecurity actually is in a place like London. Every day you're surprised by the demands you get, the queues at the community centers and the food hubs increasing. And then there is the problem that many people who really need help with food, because, you know, that's one of the basics are too embarrassed and don't really really want to go to food banks and ask for help in that sense because that's something which we don't really talk about in our society. Yeah, take me through some of what you've been doing yourself, Leon, because you've been working with people. Have you seen an increase in the number of people 
who need to be helped and, and what have they been saying to you? When, when we started uh, with compassion, you know, we started two days after lockdown, we received messages, people reaching out to us saying, can we please have a meal? Yes, I get food from the local council, but I have no money to pay for the gas. I can't cook it. What am I going to do? And the one which really touched my heart and it still does is uh, a, a, a mother reaching out said, I'm a single mom cancer survivor. I can't leave the house. I have a three-year-old. We've been eating ice cream for three days. And that's actually a, a, a key thing that I wanted to talk to you about was that what's happening here isn't that people are just being delivered a, a basket of food and, and get on with it. This is These are hot meals that are being provided to people with helping people get themselves and their children actually fed. Yes, actually fed. And that connection, knowing that other people care about you, that they're there for you, regardless of what your circumstances, and, you know, understanding that, let's face it, we can all get in that situation that we can't, don't have a roof above our heads, that we can't pay for our food anymore. This corona has taught us that actually it doesn't take that long. They normally say it's only three paychecks away, isn't it? And this has been a very unusual year. And even at this stage, we're not entirely sure how Christmas is going to look, how many people are going to be allowed to go around and have their families around. It's a really important time to show that London can come together and support London. Yes, it can, it can definitely help. And um, when we are at home and we feel alone and we feel hard done by, by the world, if you know that there's someone else out there who gives you that smile or you know, gives you a meal or, or anything or clothes when you need it. If you have a few of those moments that can just be the turning point, you know, to get yourself together and, you know, ha see hope and uh, a future and, and, and feel loved because that's what we all want. And you can read more about Food for London now in the newspaper or online at standard.co.uk. And that's the Leader Podcast. We're back tomorrow. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.